Welcome to Killer Kush, a podcast where we smoke. Hi, how are you? And talk about killers, caspers, and cryptids. My name is Lady Cuchtenberg, and my pronouns are they, she. My name is Lick Namak, and my pronouns are he, him. Welcome to episode 42. Ooh, ooh, 43. Yeah, 43. We're bad. We should stop saying the episode yeah. in the beginning of Welcome these. To we episode... never remember. <laughs> We're like episode... Yes, thir- three? Four? Th- five? Uh, more than 10. Yeah. Someone... Less than 50. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely haven't done 100. No, you know? no, no. Yeah. Not there yeah, yet. Yeah. Not there yeah. yet. Probably 30. So welcome to episode 30. Um... <laughs> And this is part two of Jack the Ripper. It's called Jack the Ripper, who is the dude under the hat. And he wore yeah, a hat? He well, in that one murder where the dude is like, Oh, he was wearing a hat, but I saw his grumpy little eyes underneath. Mm. Yeah, so who's the dude under the hat? Who who is he? Yeah, exactly. That's a great question, Nick. Uh and what are your vibes today? <laughs> <laughs> My vibes are immaculate. It is a warm Memorial Day. Um, I'm wearing a shirt that says uh, policing for profit by the rich for the rich. Um, I yatted myself yesterday. I did a photo shoot for the collective yesterday. Philanise was a photographer. And of course, the work is phenomenal. We got one picture back already and it's a beautiful picture. Yeah, I saw it. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I'm excited for the rest of them to come back and to see what we have and to give them to the dancers and all that stuff. Yeah, that's beautiful. But been a busy weekend, so I'm feeling on top of the world. Yeah, yeah. What about you, champ? Um, I'm sleepy. I worked from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. today. You hear that? They worked. I worked. I'm a little manager at this little place, and it's fun. Is it a coffee shop? Like, how would you describe it? It's like a bagel shop and coffee shop. shop. Yeah, but it's like the job is like managing all three of the chains. Like, there's, or like, it's not a chain. It's like a small business, quotations, but it's like a part of a restaurant group. So there's three locations, and like, the manager just manages all of them. And Oof. yeah, she was their first employee, so she was like, "You probably don't have to do this or that, but you'll probably have to do this and this and that and that and this." And I was like, ah, "Maybe this is harder than <laughs> I thought it would be." So we'll see how long that lasts. But <laughs> yeah, it worked since seven today. That yeah. was this today was your second shift. Yeah, it was my second shift, and Hell Gabby yeah. was there, and they didn't know it was Memorial Day, so Gabby was the only one scheduled to work. So the person who was oh, supposed to God. train me went to a different store, and I just stayed with Gabby and worked with Gabby. But I'm also new, so I was like, <laughs> "What do I do?" Yeah, I don't know anything that's going on. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was, it was certainly you make a hoot. it you make it through. You make it by. Yeah, yeah. And tonight is a little birthday party thing. Birthday and I think bash. This episode comes out on my birthday. Yeah. Ooh, Gemini. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's so, exciting. Yeah, it is. I yeah, birthdays are weird. I like them, but I also don't like them, you know? There's this pressure behind them, you know, of like, it's nice because you're a year older and you had a year of life that you experienced and all of those things. But also I feel like there's this pressure behind always doing something for your birthday. And if it's not like the right thing, then it's awkward for everybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't really had a birthday party. I, like, invited some friends to watch a movie last year, did mm-hmm. some shrooms. I, yeah. But I haven't really had a birthday party in, like, 
since I was 16. So I'm feeling kind of weird. Yeah, and now you're yeah. having a little party tonight. Yeah, and I kind of, every time that I almost do, I want to cancel it, like, immediately, because it just, like, gives me so much anxiety. But I also really want to hang out with my friends, and I'm just going to get really drunk. Yeah, so did Tommy you call and, and I, make the reservation? Well, I tried, and they said, uh, call at 7.30 and just tell them how many people are there, and then they'll open up a table for you. Okay. Yeah, so, and Tommy and I are going to get there at 7.45, I think, because I want to do a shot, and then drink a drink, and then maybe another drink, and then I think it'll be good. Easier? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe I'll be, like, incredibly drunk and need to go home, but either way. It'll be like, fun. Yeah, it'll be it'll be an adventure. Woo! Very yeah, true. I'm excited, and I love everyone. I love y'all. Yeah, it's so. a very fun group of people that are going that don't normally get together yeah. in this capacity. So it's, yeah. it's nice. It's gonna be nice to see everyone. Look at you bringing um, people together. Look at oh, look at me. But then Megan and Oliver got COVID. No, no I didn't I know, know that. So Megan and Oliver can't come. No, yeah. I but didn't okay. know. I know. I'm heartbroken. That's fucking sad. Well, yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. And also their play got postponed. They wrote a play. Megan did. And they were supposed to have a reading last Saturday. And which was, I guess, only like three days ago. I keep thinking it's like Wednesday or Tuesday. I know. Or some. Yeah. Just, I wish it was Wednesday or <laughs> already <laughs> this week. Literally. I, I feel like this weekend Thursday. flew by. Yeah. And it was three days, dude. Yeah. That's, yeah. But anyways, their play got postponed too. So that was sad. Boo. Boo indeed. Yeah. Well, do you want to smoke some weed about it? I would love to. Yeah, I think so. Hell yeah. Woo! Let's go. Hi, how are you? Hey, and... We're back. <laughs> Hello, listeners. Wait, are you going to go to the Orville Peck concert with us? Tell the listeners right now. The whole class was excited when we thought that you were going to come. So Were you? Yeah. Were you really? Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, okay, wait. <clears throat> An exploration of a topic. So right yes. now I have the money. But I've got this thing with money where I'm like, but what if someday I don't have it? So I'm always like, do I do this or do I not? And then I end up like not doing things. Well, it's less than $100 for a concert. Yeah. And it is Orville Peck. And it is Orville Peck. And I feel like it'd be fun. And you're going with, it's not just like you're going with just me. It's like you're going with a group of people. Yeah. How big is it? Or how late does it start? It starts at 730. So it's not even like it starts super late. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And it's at the Riviera, so it's really oh, close it's so to us. Oh, so close. And I've never been to a concert at the Riviera. And yeah. we have seats, so we don't have to stand the whole time. Oh, where? We're in the balcony. Oh, sexy. So we're, we're real high up, but we have seats, so you don't have to, like, stand on the floor. Yeah. Okay. So it won't be tiring. We'll listen to some country music. I can't wait. Some gay country some music. Some gay country God. music. You're like, what's the demographic gonna be? Gay people. And old people who are gay as well. Yeah, I'm excited. It's just going to be a bunch of fags. I'm going to wear the hat. Oh my god. That is so gorgeous. That's perfect, Nick. I know. I can't wait. If that tan skirt comes in, that would be beautiful. Sexy. The hat? Oh wait, when is it? Wednesday? Wednesday. I don't know when that odor is coming in. Who knows? Yeah. With orders these days, it's either three weeks or tomorrow. It's actually already arrived. Amazon. We haven't mentioned them in a while. We haven't mentioned Amazon in a while. Good. Hmm. Yeah. Less promotion for them. Yeah, no. Deep, deep motion. Deep promotion. Deep. Well, let's do this thing. So, yeah. Yes, indeed. We should do it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So, uh, this is Jack the Ripper. And definitely listen to the first episode because those were all the murders. So, if you're like... 
somehow just listening to this one, don't. And go listen to the other one. Or Google, like, just the Jack the Ripper murders, if you just want to hear some conspiracies. Or I guess you could just listen to this. It's up to you, but, like, come on. Um, and this is, uh... <laughs> this is gonna be hard to edit, is what this is. Uh, and this episode... <laughs> Period. <laughs> My God, <laughs> this is gonna be hard to edit. Hi, how are you? This episode is dedicated to all of the conclusive uh, information about the case and the conspiracy theories about who Jack the Ripper is. And our sources are history.com, jacktheripper.org, jacktheripper.tour.org, and the man who Gabby and I took a tour from. That shout out to that man. Shout out to that man. He really was a wealth of information. Truly, this podcast would be nothing without that man. Yeah, the alleys. All the alleys. All the alleys. Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley. You should watch those. Like, right now. I actually did just rewatch the very last one. Oh my god, seriously? Yes, you know sometimes you just turn it on. Yeah, yeah. I Same with Catching Fire. Yeah. Are you ever just, like, reaching for your remote and somehow it's it on? It just is there. <laughs> yeah. It pops up. Divergent. Okay, so jumping right in. During these murders, a number of letters were allegedly sent by the killer to the London Metropolitan Police Service, a.k.a. the Scotland Yard. They were taunting the officers. What's the Scotland Yard? Is that just... I've heard of the Scotland Yard before, but I didn't know that it was just a police service. So that's... Oh, cool. Yeah, because I'd heard of it, too. Is that I assumed they were fancy. Me, too. I assumed they were, like, protected something. I thought they were, like, the Queen's security. You know? Actually, like, yeah, I think that's like what I CIA. thought they were, too. Yeah. Well, I guess it just... But apparently it's just the police. It's so good for them. They've got a nice name for yucky bastards. Um, so, these letters were just taunting the officers about the gruesome activities and speculating on the murders to come. The name Jack the Ripper originates from a letter, which may have been a hoax published at the time of the attacks. Mm. That makes remember when we were like what could jack the ripper come from mm-hmm. i guess it was a later <laughs> a later dang hi how are you despite countless evidence um and investigations claiming definitive evidence on the brutal killer's identity their name and motive is still unknown very much like the modern day zodiac killer or the the modern day is the zodiac killer to what this used you know yeah no 100 like would write letters Nobody knows what Literally. it is. And a lot of people write letters, but most of the time that gives them away. Or, like, the Zodiac Killer. Was just, like, mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. And killed in, like, a very specific pattern, mm-hmm. too. Like, I feel like both of them. That's crazy. What if every... Yeah. When was the Zodiac Killer? The 1980s? I'm not an encyclopedia. I don't I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do I look what if... like... <laughs> Google. <laughs> what if every one hundred years, like there's a killer that's like that? Oh. Okay, so it's like. And the 18... reason why we're like it's documentation is just getting better. Yeah, and so in what's the <laughs> eighty twenty eighty eight twenty ninety we're gonna have yeah. another killer like this? Yeah. Who's like through letters and things, <coughs> and it's a ghost. We should write, like, a book or something later, a few years from now. We should write a book on the Zodiac Killer, the future Zodiac Killer, and predict exactly what's going to happen. We should, and then we should do it. 
so that it does happen. So it does happen, so <laughs> yeah. it comes true. And then we'll get famous. We'll become bestsellers. We will. It'll take a minute, but I think, like, the long-term holdout could be a good retirement plan. So, since 1888, more than 100 suspects have been named, contributing to widespread folklore and paranormal entertainment surrounding the mystery, a.k.a. that tour. Um, Jack the Ripper's murder suddenly stopped in the fall of 1888, but London citizens continued to demand answers. The ongoing case has been met with a number of hindrances, including lack of evidence, misinformation, false testimony, and tight regulations by the Scotland Yard. <laughs> uh, more recently, in 2011, British detective Trevor Marriott, who has been investigating the Ripper murders for a long time, was denied access to uncensored documents surrounding the case by the Metropolitan Police. Why? Well, according to ABC News, London officers refused to give Marriott the files because they included protected information about police informants, and giving him the documents could impede the possibility of future testimony by modern-day informants. Okay. Yeah. So. That makes sense. It's interesting that it's still, like, an ongoing investigation. Like, they, you, okay, what year is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are we still... Like, let it go. It. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, it's not gonna drop happen. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, but it's the same thing as, like, uh, what was that one that they got found out, uh, the gold... Gold... Ooh. Gold... Cold killer. No. <laughs> The I can't remember what their name is, but they got found out because of DNA because their niece or somebody did uh, twenty three and me, and it like oh. matched up, and then they found the killer through her. That is so crazy. Yeah. So we're just like, dang! What happens when the government collects all of our? D- they could solve all of the cases. Yeah, they would know everything. That's crazy. That is, that, okay, the thing about this is if DNA stuff had existed at the time of this murder, they would have known after the first person that was killed. Yeah. But that, that is such an interesting technology. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's hard to get away with murder these days. It really is. Like, you kind of shouldn't, I guess, now. (laughs) Yeah. You know, back then it was kind of like, let's just kill a woman and no one's gonna notice. These days, (laughs) ugh. Yeah, you got at least three, four people noticing. They got kids, <laughs> you know, dogs. Uh, so, here's a few conspiracies about the identity of Jack the Ripper. Yes. The first is Joseph Barnett. Barnett matches some of the criteria put forward by criminal profilers. According to the FBI, the Ripper would have been a Caucasian male between 26 and 38 years old. He would have been a local, familiar to the area, and working in Whitechapel. Barnett was 30 years old, white, and had been living in within a mile of Whitechapel all of his life. The Ripper would have had an absent father figure in his early childhood. When Barnett was six, his father died. Mm. The Ripper likely had some sort of physical defect, which would be a source of great frustration, anger, or resentment. And according to one contemporary news report... Barnett often repeated the last words spoken to him. This may have been an indication of uh, ochalalia, which is a speech impediment, which he may have suffered from his whole life. Um, but it also could have been something that was a great source of frustration. Yeah, that sucks, though. Picture, like, if I literally just said picture, like, and then you went, like, 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just picture being forced like to say what yeah. the, your per- the person said last to you. I know sometimes that can be like um, something that is a part of like autism as well. Like repeating mm. like noises or like sounds, sounds that stand out yeah. to you. Yeah. As, so, that's just so hard. Yeah. Because it's like, um oh my gosh, what do you call it? Uh, OCD. Mm-hmm. The, what's the second one? A compulsion. Com- it's yeah. a compulsion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like a dang and that would suck forever for your entire for always. life. I'd I would be pissed too. Talking. I yeah. wouldn't kill people over it, but God. Yeah. I'd maybe cry a lot and be yeah. really lonely. Like, fuck. Um, yeah, because then you just wouldn't want to see people. It'd be so fucking annoying. And nobody would want to be your friend because then you would be like so repetitive and conversation. Yeah. People would probably be really frustrated. Like, oh, the guy who repeats everything and it's 1888, so we don't understand why he does that. Not to feel sympathy for Joseph, but I'm feeling sympathy for Joseph. (laughs) Poor Joseph. But maybe not poor Joseph. But also, we'll never know. Or we might. (laughs) Someday. One day. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, the Ripper likely had a job that allowed him to express his destructive tendencies and Barnett held a job as a fish porter, where he would have spent much of his time gutting the fish. Mm. Barnett also matches some of the eyewitness descriptions of the killer. Five foot eight, fair hair, and featuring a mustache. Mustache. A m- mustache. After the murder of Mary Kelly, Jack the Ripper seems to have suddenly stopped killing, yet nobody knows why. According to criminal experts, the Ripper likely stopped killing for one of two reasons. He was either arrested and detained for another crime or feared he would be caught and discovered if he continued his murderous spree. Interestingly, Barnett was interviewed by the police for between two and four hours after the Kelly murder. Reports vary. If it was four hours, then it would suggest that they were not satisfied with him completely and may have come close to breaking him. We simply don't know. If he was the Ripper, then another reason for stopping would be because the source of his anger had been removed with the murder of Kelly and it would explain why he no longer felt the need to go out and kill. Barnett's life after the Kelly murder remains a mystery uh, until 1906, when he was given a new porter's license at Billingsgate. So there's nothing between 1888 and 1906 after this murder. That's a long time. Yeah. Which, I mean, that could have been because he was a killer, but also maybe it was because he, like, was in love with her, and it made him sad that she was killed. (laughs) <laughs> romanticizing this man killing somebody <laughs> but what if he didn't yeah <laughs> it is kind of yeah i mean he did disappear right after she was murdered and moved to another town so he could have killed her yeah um and after that after he gets this license he is recorded dying on november 29th 1926 at age 68 the cause of death was reported as bronchitis uh, and some other old disease of the lungs. <laughs> so, that's All the right. first theory. Joseph. Joseph Barnett. Yeah, and isn't there that thing where it's like, it's usually a person you know who kills you. Mm-hmm. So. It's always someone on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Joseph Dan Barnett. The second conspiracy theory is Carl Fiegenbaum. So, he is a German and has long been suspected of being the notorious killer that terrorized Whitechapel. However, it is just one of many theories thrown around. Uh, oh, blah, 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 blah. 
blah. When it comes to Mr. Friedenbaum, there are numerous arguments for and against the that suggest he could be Jack the Ripper. Who is he? It's unlikely that anyone knows who the real Carl Freudenbaum is. It's reported that he changed his na- name several times, oh. meaning that we may never know his true identity. So who knows if Carl's even his name? Yeah, he might not even be German. Yeah, he might <laughs> not even could be lying yeah. about his nationality. <laughs> he could be American? I don't know. Um, oh, just kidding. What we do know, however, is that he was born in Germany circa 1840. <laughs> I All love right. whenever we take these notes and then we get dumb high and then we come back to them and it's like we've never even read Bro. them. Like a week later as well. I'm like, hmm. You're like, somebody else wrote this. <laughs> I don't know. God. Ugh. And all the words just turn into like one long word. It goes on forever and ever. You're scrolling. Yeah. So he was born in 1840 and he died in New York's Sing Sing prison in 1894. So he made it all the way to New York. Maybe Congrats, he Carl. wasn't. Oh, and you said maybe he was American. Oh my God. You knew. What if he was a spy for someone? One of them. One of them. <laughs> what if he was a two-sided spy? What if he was... <laughs> uh, so anyway, he was not a spy. He was actually a criminal. And Carl was killed via electric chair. After committing the brutal murder of Mrs. Juliana Hoffman in 1894, she was his landlady, and in the early morning, Carl was found standing over her body, brandishing a large carving knife. So, that being said, what suggests he is Jack the Ripper? Like Jack, Carl reportedly had a desire to mutilate women. He also knew more than most about human anatomy, and after his death, his lawyer... Mr. William Sanford Lawton gave an interview saying that he believed his former client to be Jack the Ripper. Oh. Yeah. Well, then he broke the lawyer confidentiality. Yeah. (laughs) Lawyer patient notice. Yeah, whatever that one is. Yeah. Uh, That, hmm. Interesting. I love when lawyers say that, though. When When they come out and they're like, he was actually guilty, y'all. Sorry. Imagine being his lawyer. Uh, So, like the murder of the five Ripper victims, the woman he murdered, Mrs. Hoffman, was attacked with a knife. He stabbed her and cut her throat while her son watched from the window. No. The woman died in what was said to be an apparent robbery, however. So, he killed in a very similar way as the Ripper would have. Another reason that Carl is suspected is because the fourth victim, Catherine Eddowes, was not killed far from St. Catherine in the London docks. After former murder squad detective and ripper expert Trevor Marriott did some digging, it was found that a boat called the Rihir docked at the time of the murder and Carl was on it. And that, I guess, was evidence. So Jack the, the Rihir, Jack the Ripper, Rihir. Mm. So interesting trevor i see what you're doing so what suggests that he isn't jack the similarities between his crimes so the five murders and his crime in america mrs Mm -hmm. hoffman um both have a weapon and brutality but that is where the similarity ends some reports suggest that carl was nowhere near Whitechapel during the ripper's killing spree although he didn't arrive in America until around 1890, and it was always suggested that Jack the Ripper traveled because he fled probably after those murders. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 
An eFit photo of Jack the Ripper was produced in 2011, and the face is reportedly that of Mr. Carl Friedenbaum. So, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> Wait. Uh, the description that was used to create the image came from his admittance in the New York prison. However, no photos of him exist, so it seems highly presumptuous to suggest that the image is of Friedenbaum. Oh, so they don't have photos of an him? actual picture of him so they're just guessing they're like oh damn yeah that he's got thick it's eyebrows it looks just like him yeah <laughs> dang huh um also due to mr marriott's report it may suggest that friedenbaum at most only committed some of the ripper's murders so okay yeah likely but maybe like it could have been multiple murderers too just doing it in a similar way mm-hmm. i don't know and also, he could have been inspired by the Jack the Ripper murder. Yeah, and killed that woman. Later. Yeah. In just a similar fashion, because he knew that it worked. Yeah, and they said that he knew more about anatomy, but, like, what? That doesn't mean he could cut out organs in three minutes. Like, he knew yeah, more literally. about, unless you sort of have practice doing that, which... And it would make more sense for the fishmonger to yeah, be able to do that. He could yield a knife <laughs> swiftly. Yeah, swiftly. So this third conspiracy is, could it actually be Jill? <gasps> the Ripper? Dun, dun, dun. Feminism. <laughs> Feminists are waking everywhere. <laughs> Jill would never murder. Although most murders are committed by men, most is not all. And it is possible that maybe one of the world's most infamous unidentified serial killers is misgendered by their popular title. Uh, could it be that Whitechapel's Autumn of Terror in 1888 was actually down to Jill the Ripper? The Kelly slash Maxwell conundrum is what this situation is called. So the last victim of the Canonical Five. Canonical Five. Canonical. Canonical. Thank you very much. Was, <laughs> I hate reading, was Mary Jane Kelly. So according to most witnesses and medical evidence, Kelly died some time between 3.30 and 4 a.m. on November 9th, 1888. Again, most does not mean all. Mrs. Caroline Maxwell insisted that she saw Kelly twice after that time frame. Gasp. At 8 a.m. and 9 a.m., which is far after the murder. Yeah. Both times on Miller's court. Maxwell remarked that the second time, Kelly was looking very ill after a night of drinking at or the- Or murdering. <laughs> dun, 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 at the nearby pub. Somewhere Kelly had attended the previous night. Um, the Inspector Aberline was impressed by Maxwell's testimony and consistency and the detailed account of Kelly's clothes, especially her maroon shawl. These descriptions exactly matched the clothes found beside Kelly's naked body on a nearby chair. Aberline wondered if Maxwell's sighting were not Kelly, but instead the new killer, mm, the killer newly adorned in Kelly's clothes. Which would be kind of, like, smart. No one would know if you mm-hmm. were killing someone if you were another woman at this time. Yeah. Like, that's... They wouldn't expect it. Yeah. Women don't have any rights at this time. Yeah. You know? But why... Why? Maybe that's why she was so pissed about it. She didn't but have rights. But why would she kill more women about it? Yeah, and Should women who also men? didn't have rights, you know? Like, not rich women. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but... It's not really adding up for me. But it could be cool. <laughs> could have happened. Uh, maybe they just saw someone else who was wearing, like, a little cloak. Is that not normal? Um, anyway, so we saw Kelly's clothes, blah blah blah, And 
A colleague considered this to be a plausible theory, suggesting there was only one kind of woman it could be, a midwife. Midwives, mm, midwives' working hours were dictated by contractions known for neither predictability nor punctuality. This would give them the perfect alibi for both their street-side presence late at night and even why they might be found close to a dead female body. At the mm. time, childbirth deaths were far from uncommon. Very true. Oh, especially if you were, like, cutting someone open. Mm. Midwifery could also explain how a woman might be found carrying surgical knives in the dead of night with bloody clothes. That'd be such a frightening sight. Kind of badass, though. Yeah. Walking around at 3 a.m., bloody midwife clothes. Nobody's gonna fuck with you. No. It would also provide the anatomical knowledge the Ripper needed for rendering victims unconscious, using pressure points, cutting veins to ensure death, and removing particular organs. Reproductive health could also provide the ultimate motive for a hypothetical female killer. If Ripper Jill had been performing backstreet abortions only to be betrayed by a fellow woman, she could seek out a perverted vengeance against the female kind more broadly. Prisons in 19th century London were not known for mental health care. This would also link into the reason why Mary Jane Kelly's clothes were found folded neatly on a chair not too far from her corpse. She could have been disrobed as part of a medical abortion procedure, only to be taken for prey in a deeply vulnerable moment. Oh, I hate that. God. I hope this one's not the one. Yeah. Getting an abortion's hard enough as it is. Yeah. Not to be murked during it. In 1888? In your own home? Yeah, I don't like that. God. Yeah, but what about the, the other four? Would that have... Hmm. It doesn't really add up have... with all of them. Yeah, it only fits like, why with like, there the be last so many? one. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. They're just like, if someone wasn't in a mental hospital and did this specific thing and we don't know anyone who could have done it, but we have this man who might have seen Kelly. <laughs> might have. Okay. Maybe. This last theory is the one that I wanted to be more than anything. Okay? Is it the most plausible or is it just the one that you want? It's the one that I want. <clears throat> okay. The most. Um, and that is, some people think that Jack the Ripper is H.H. H. Holmes. Ah! So, H.H. H. Holmes and Jack the Ripper were both very notable Victorian serial killers. You and should do H.H. H. Holmes sometime. Have, yeah. I don't think we've done them yet. I love... That'd be so fun. Maybe the next one but two weeks from now yeah maybe yeah don't count on it though i'm not good promises but maybe that'd be a sick one um anyway so they were around the same time and there were various parallels between the two some people have suggested that they could have been one and the same and that is intriguing and also horrifying so Jack the Ripper, the infamous serial killer, started his murderous stint from the streets of the East End in 1888, and also ended in 1888. His murders and unfortunate victims uh, still remain a mystery. However, while Jack was lurking around the streets and alleyways of Whitechapel, terrifying innocent residents with his brutal murders in a fog-lit alleys of Victorian London... Paint that scene! <laughs> yeah, Diagon Alley, if you want to get real specific about it. <laughs> it literally Diagon Alley. <laughs> literally. Um, another killer was gearing up across the pond. H.H. Holmes was one of the first serial killers in American history. He skinned and mutilated his victims' bodies in the Illinois Hotel, dubbed the Murder Castle, before dissolving the bodies in acid. Although the exact number of victims is not known, it is thought that he may have killed up to 200 people between 1893 
1896. That's so many people in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Dude. In such a very short amount of time. When, when, I feel like I might have made this up, so I don't know if this is a fact, but I think that the Chicago World's Fair was happening during that time. I'm not positive, but, Maybe. like, I think that there was some, like, big <coughs> event that he got a bunch of people to stay in the hotel, like, for mm. the event. But that might not be true. So, no promises. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. I, I'm gonna believe it. I'll, yeah. I'll choose to believe that one. Thank you, thank you. God. Also, they ruined the hotel. They didn't, well, I guess ruined is, like, a bad way to put it. It should have been torn down. But they just, like, yeah. tore it down and, like... It's a laundromat now. Yeah. Which is so spooky that, uh, 200 yeah. people died there? And uh, now it's a laundromat? That is a scary-ass laundromat. Like, I do not want to... Uh. So, he killed those people between 1893 and 1896, which would match the timeline also mm-hmm. of Jack the Ripper if he just, like, hopped across the pond. And then he was eventually discovered, detained, and hanged. There are a string of similarities and strange coincidences between Holmes and Jack. In fact... Some historians have even gone on to say that these two individuals could be the same person. One of the most striking similarities between the two killers was the fact that both of their victims were predominantly women. In addition, both killers clearly had psychopathic tendency and gruesome murder histories. A chilling combination. Another theory that regularly pops up in the Ripper case is that the suspect may have had some degree of medical knowledge or expertise. It is said that the mutilations on his victims looked like the work of a skilled doctor, which points towards another eerie similarity between Holmes and the Ripper. Holmes was a qualified doctor, and the Ripper clearly possessed some medical or anatomical knowledge. Ah. Yeah. And also, Holmes, I, he was known to, like, travel a lot. Like, he was in Colorado at some point. Oh. Yeah, and I think he changed his name. Okay. So, yeah. So some people, yeah. I'm excited to hear if your opinion changes on this when you do the Jack or when you do the H. H. Holmes episode. Yeah. That you're like, yeah, no, actually, there's no way that they he could, could have been yeah. Jack the Ripper. <laughs> or if you're like, it makes sense because he was over there during this time. Like, yeah. I wonder if there's information around that. That'd be sick. <coughs> A deep dive. Yeah. A deep dive. Yeah, I remember that's the one that the tour guide really pushed on us too. So I was like, oh, "Was shit. the H.H. Holmes one?" Yeah, yeah. Mm. He really was like, "I think it was H.H. Holmes." Like, I really believe. Because what if it was practice going? That sounds really dirty to say, but he knew maybe he wanted to move to America or something, or maybe he didn't. He's overtaken, and he just like practiced with five people or eleven because they said that it was possibly eleven people More, that were killed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't know. But, I feel like the most clear one would be Joseph Barnett. Yeah. But what about the other four women? Well, I guess if he just hated women. And I, him and Mary broke up. So maybe him and Mary breaking up caused them a lot of trouble. He's repeating stuff. He's yeah. feeling sad. He's cutting fish. He's like, well, I could do something else. I mean, maybe also he only murdered the one woman. But he just made it look like the other murders. That would be so smart. Yeah. Because that could also be a thing. 
totally. 100%, yeah. Hi, how are you? Well, I guess we'll never know we'll until never know, you submit your DNA to 23andMe. Yeah, 23andMe should uh, fucking sponsor us because we'll give you our DNA. I'll spit in anything you want. Please, I'll give you blood. You want blood? I will not give you blood, but I will spit in things for you. Mm. Is that the only thing you'll, the only liquid you'll be given to 23andMe? Wink, wink. We're talking about semen. <laughs> so, <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Uh, well, that was a story. <laughs> good job. Cool. That was a very good story. Thanks, part two. Proud of you. Part two. Thanks, Nick. That was, that I was still such forgot a good the story. sound machine. Thank That's you. okay. Philanise oh. just proclaimed that they did not fall asleep. <laughs> yes, <laughs> finally. Glad. Good. Feel so honored. Feel so seen. Yeah, I went off like four hours today. <laughs> a big nap is going to happen, like immediately after this. Like yeah. just a little lay down, you know. A little sweepy pie. Yeah. Well, a, a three sentence summary, mayhaps. Three sentence summary. Let's go. So we have four options to choose from for theories. Period. Is that even a sentence, or is that a fragment? Choose is a verb, right? Yeah, you're asking me some questions. Anyway, I'm going to count it as a sentence. <laughs> okay. Sentence number two. I personally think that Joseph Barnett is the person that did at least one of the murders, period. H.H. H. Holmes would also be a badass murderer, but alas, we shall never know if he was the one that actually did it, period. Wah, Three sentences. That was excellent, Nick. The highlights. You want a brand new car. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, and girl boss, gatekeep, gaslight. And Felonice, you'll be answering this as well. I am feeling girl bossy because I have been very productive. Yeah. And good things are happening. Starting a fucking company, bro. Like starting your company, company is starting a company. sharded. You have it's sharded. sharded. It's sharded. Your, your company bro. is sharding, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, dude, but that was like it's been fun. Um, I, yeah, and listeners got to hear you like actualize that, like the process of like I think I want to do this. Like I'm gonna do this. I'm doing yeah. it. We're doing it right now. Which so is thank cool. you for listening. If you if you heard the beginnings of it, I appreciate yeah. you for listening. Proud of you. If I had a little sound machine, I would clap for so long right now. Did you see me like Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, girl boss, can you keep gaslight? Go. Um, gaslight. Gaslighting myself Yourself. into worrying about every single thing ever. Yeah. yeah. But also, girl boss. Because we prevail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we prevail. We, we do, you. indeed. And Philanese? I'm feeling motherfucking girl boss because I'm doing the damn thing. The June team, we're struggling with money, so if you want to donate, head on to the socials. <laughs> yeah, donate Tag to... Tag the social. Tag the social. At Elevated Voices 2022 on both platforms, Instagram and Facebook. Ooh. Um, but yeah, we're getting this show on the road. Yes. Woohoo! Yeah, Philadelphia. Proud of you. Very proud, proud of, of you. Proud of you both. Look at this. Look at what you're making. Look around you. Open your little hearts. Be proud of yourself. Aww. Um. Well. Cool. 
you know where to find us. We're on social media at Kilakush Podcast at Twitter and um Instagram. And you can <laughs> click the link in the bio, whatever you're listening on, and you can follow them to our Patreon and to some merch and to some links that will take you to submit a sound of the week or a listener story. Yeah. I I think that's that's all we got for you folks. Indeed. Thank you for listening. How do you do? Bye. Hello, that's all, folks. Hi, how are you?